Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated Podcast. I am your Dungeon Master. My name is Anthony Reed. This is episode 67. It is part of the Stranger's Story arc. I do need to uh, have a disclaimer. You'll hear me make an incorrect statement during this episode. Uh, that it was releasing the week after Shark Week. I was contacted, of course, by the uh, premonition-backed lawyers at Discovery Channel. They want me to let you know this week is Shark Week. You haven't missed it. Uh, And you can check it out all week with the Master of Ceremonies, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So, uh, sorry again, uh, uh, Discovery, we fixed it. I I super, I apologize. Um, And, and, you know... uh, uh, it won't happen again. I'm, I'm very sorry. Thank you to our patrons at patreon.com slash adventuring who make this show uh, possible. They, they make it, I mean, it's, it's very special and we're so grateful uh, to them to support the show the way that they do financially uh, with, their, with their hard-earned money. And you can too if you go to patreon.com slash adventuring. You sign up, you get an RSS feed, you get a, a little flag in the uh, in the Discord. So if you're hanging out with us in Discord, well, there you go. You can display it proudly that you are a patron and that things like the Tavern Night uh, don't happen without you. Tavern Night? Yeah, just a reminder, the third Thursday of every month over at twitch.tv slash SRS underscore, B- sorry, SRSBIZ underscore network, Ser- you know, serious business, right? It's super serious. Head over there. Uh, there's there's links on our website, and you can watch us play the game, kind of, mostly just improv and hangout. Uh, but, but the characters you know and love every month, a bonus experience, some extra time. Uh, this month, they talk to the knocking ghost. Who doesn't love the knocking ghost? It's Deeran. Deeran hates ghosts. Uh, anyway, you should come and check it out. Make sure you're there with us live in the chat, hanging out, having a good time. And if you're not, I'll be sad. All right, ready? Let's get started. Nobles and farmers, knights and scoundrels, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers facing grave dangers. Billroth, the ranger. She's a grimalkin, that's, uh, but that's understood. No pets allowed, even though she's not a pet. I will wait outside. Everyone, if anyone needs anything, I am outside. Scarpin, the cleric. Should I just try and snipe them from over here? Yeah, okay. I did say they were as good as dead. I would hate for, for my, you know, to break my word on our first contract as Adventure Incorporated. Ellery, the bard. We would want you to leave this warehouse. He points behind him. Mm-hmm. Church! Oh, sorry. We want you to leave this church. Deerin, the wizard. He say you no worship Shattered Fang. Yeah, man, he's like super wrong. We love Broken Tooth, uh, Shattered Fang, man. Prepare yourselves, for these are the tales of Adventure Incorporated. Belroth, Belroth, shoot hey. them. Hey guys, what if we all just, what if we ask them to maybe take a moment? Like, it's like for a nap. Ellery, you know they don't now. No, but I want to. I guess, I guess you could. Well, I don't. I don't want to you, miss. I don't want to. You don't lose want to miss the, the action. I just want to take a nap, and I was thinking maybe if we said, "Hey, beefy demon, could you take a nap for like four hours?" Uh, hey, uh, be- beefy demon. Do they respond? No, it, it jumps at you, <laughs> trying to uh, bite you. <sighs> All right. Uh, as it jumps, Deeran shoots uh, scorching rays at the beefy demon um, as a as a way to try to uh, defend Scarpin. Ah. Um, and let's see. So I roll three of these. Three d20s. Oh, I got a nat 20. I Woo. got a 17. And I got a natural one. Oh, no. Not as good. <laughs> uh... Okay, the first two definitely hit. Great. <laughs> uh, let's see. So those first two. Uh, the first one that is the nat 20 does 
Uh, 12 plus 6, 18 damage. Uh, the second one does 7 damage. Okay. And that's, uh, that's my turn. Um, does anything else happen to Darren? Cause, or can I go? You can go. Okay. Um, are <laughs> the two, um, flying demons within five feet of each other? Are they like phalanxed up? No. Okay. Well, that's a bummer. Um, I'm going to shoot at one of them. Um, and I'm going to move my favorite foe towards it too. And, uh, um, you know what? And I'm going to do sharpshooter for the first attack. I miss. <laughs> Nine. Uh, second attack. I'm not going to do sharpshooter. Uh, that is a um, 24. Okay, that one hits. Yeah, I, I wish I did sharpshooter for that one. Um, so a D8 plus a D4. Um, eight, nine, ten, eleven, plus four, so um, fifteen. <clears throat> and then Frey is gonna charge the beef demon in front of Scarpin. Okay. Oh god! Oh no! My D twenty! Oh god! I'll it's over now. One. It's fine. I'll roll a different one. Um, nineteen. Uh, a nineteen is a hit. It has to roll DC 12 strength saving throw or get knocked prone. It succeeds. Okay. It still takes um, seven plus five damage. So 12. Okay. That's it. All right, okay. Garpin's going to step up and cast some guiding bolts at one of the uh, flying demons. Okay. Do it up. 17 to hit. Uh, 17 hits. Hey. Dialing it in. <laughs> I knew a 17 hit the beef demon, but now I know it hits the flying guys too. You're getting there. You're, you're figuring it out. Um, demons out a number. get hit with a 17. <laughs> demons. Well, guess what I'm going to roll every time from now on. <laughs> well, okay. Just kidding. I don't have any like attacks. <laughs> but, you know, it's funny. Okay. For a I second, I... Uh, <laughs> Reaction saves from their parts. For a second, I thought you were going to say, just kidding, I don't have any dice. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. Uh, that's yeah. 13 damage for the oh, it's a flying spiky creature. Okay. Great. Okay. So is that, is that a no? Is that That's a no on the naps? It doesn't look like they're um, napping. Okay. Uh... Then she's going to, mm, uh, okay. She's going to look at the beef demon and like, kind of like hold up a hand to point at it, but like, like it's an effort. Like she's got to hold up her left hand with her right hand to, to point. Watch all of your nightmares become real before your eyes. You try to find a way out, but the haunting of your past will knock you down until you cry out. She's going to cast fear. And I'm going to, I think that a beef demon, the a beef demon's biggest fear. And no, this isn't like part of the spell, so I don't have to like get it right. I'm just, I'm world building here, Anthony. So, so <laughs> work with me. Uh-huh. I think um, like a... A, a fast food chain restaurant is a beef demon's biggest fear <laughs> to be to be ground up and consumed by peasants. Okay, I think we've come, we've come on the the wrong side of beef here. Uh, mm, have we? Remember when? <laughs> 
and I said a minute ago that I, it's not a right answer. It's uh, no, just no, like no, no. I just want to make sure that you remember that he doesn't look like ground hamburger. Uh, not, that, yet. not yet. Not that he's, Not yet. He's a beefy because he's beefy. He's like a beefy yes. baby. All right. I'm just yeah, pointing. Okay. If you've got a lot of muscle on you. Yeah. That's the that's the part of the animal that they would you would you that say that he's like up for burgers? Debbie, you don't have to tell Check, me that. I know. Checks out. I mean, <laughs> would you say he's kind of like a Big Mac like situation? You know, like he's just like a, like a Big Mac truck. Just he's, like, a, he's a whopper of a man, like a well, whopper of a demon. Of a demon. <laughs> um, I think that you you cast a sphere spell, right? Let's see if he passes. He doesn't. And she hits him right in the special sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say so, it doesn't? It, no, he does. He fails. Uh, he he does not succeed against your fear. Um, so, but I, I think that probably in his own mind, you know, you're thinking you're summoning a spell slingers to show up uh, and yeah. and uh, terrify him, and really it's just like an empty protein protein shake bottle. Like that's what he uh, sees in his uh, biggest fears. <laughs> Uh, is you, you know he can't. Make oh, games. I'm out of creatine. <laughs> <laughs> he shows up at Spell Slingers and it says "sold out" on the door. That's his biggest fear. <laughs> New. No more eggs. <laughs> New low protein menu. <laughs> oh, amazing. Um, so yeah. you cast the spell. Soy burgers. Yeah. What? No! <laughs> what? Yeah. Nobody so. on this podcast likes fake meat burgers. That's stupid. <laughs> that is dumb. That will never work. Well, that's why he's a villain. This is why that's this guy's right. the yeah, enemy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's the bad guy. Let's remember that. Save yeah. the planet. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he has to take the dash action and move away from me by the safest available route on each of its turns, unless there's nowhere to move, but I assume there is because we're in the woods. Um, if the creature end its, ends its turn in a location where it doesn't have a line of sight to you, the creature can make a wisdom saving throw. On a successful save, the spell ends for that creature. So basically, he's just he can't touch me, I guess, is really the only... And has to run away. He has to run away. Okay. On his turn. <clears throat> you From uh, an empty protein bottle. You, you cast this spell, um, and it settles in over the demon's mind uh and you watch it take effect his eyes kind of glaze a little bit but it's not just him it's the spike demons too and then you look around the leaves on the trees wilt a little bit the the mod flowers droop and the ground begins to rumble and shake under your feet uh, there is this. I need everyone to make dexterity saving throws as the ground rumbles underneath you, uh, violently. Ellery, what'd you do? Uh, I scared him. Dirty twenty. Seven. <laughs> um. Nine. Fifteen at disadvantage. Dang. Okay. Um. So. Um, Scarpin and Deeran, you both fall to the ground, uh, as you know, everyone's doing the Star Trek shake, you know, like, (laughs) (laughs) trying to, uh, keep their feet under them. And then you two fall prone onto the ground as a fissure opens up, uh, in the ground here, like a large gout of steam sprays up into the air. And, uh, there is this feeling, this pressure that pushes down on you a pressure uh that conveys with it a message that you get uh Belroth you can hear the message that comes with this pressure uh as it like speaks inside you and it says uh with a with a woman's voice that you have never heard and yet it seems connected to you you hear Intruders, they are there. Do not stop. Get them. Go. And you can tell that everyone is going to be converging here and looking for you. Um, uh, um, Ellery is going to 
grab everyone's hands and oh no fuck me never mind it's just me Ellery's not gonna do shit um Belroth is going to grab everyone's hands <laughs> um and use um his uh he's gonna take an arrow and he's going to point it directly in the air um or sorry directly at the ground actually and uh, using his tiefling ability, cast darkness on the arrow and shoot it at the, the ground so that we have a ex- obscured area um, and try and like navigate away from the folk in just sort of a direction. Yeah, uh, once like once the arrow hits the ground, uh, Diren <laughs> is going to like run toward where Belroth was. Um. Or as like as you the crash into like, each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, okay, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> hey, no, um, can uh, you cast without a trace again? Like whatever that thing is that makes us sneaky, so that we can get out of here. I can, but I can't do both at the same time. We need it. Oh, you I, have to focus on this. Uh, actually, that's a great question. Do I have to focus? Thanks, on man. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Rat. <laughs> thanks, man. Thanks, dude. Um, yeah, it is. Con- yeah, yeah. I can only do one at the same time, but uh, we need to get out of this specific area right now, and then when we're out of here, I will do that. No, that's a good. That's a good idea. Um, you guys are gonna have to drag me though. That's fine. Um, can we, uh, uh, Darren? Can you make the disc? He's a. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, uh. uh... God, okay. Uh, and <laughs> Diren uses his one unprepared spell slot of the day uh, <laughs> on stupid tensor, stupid floating, stupid disc again. Why are you making a face? I'm trying to think thing? back. I feel like you might have, but maybe it was maybe it was in the... Uh, I feel like you might have used it recently. We talked about that he should have, if that... Maybe. Maybe that's it. I know no, we too did, long we ago. said something to the effect Time has passed. of, yeah, because <laughs> I think it was when I was exhausted the first time and I got a piggyback ride and we said you should have floating disced me. Yeah. Uh, maybe <clears throat> we'll, we'll let it, I'll let it slide. You can cast your disc. All right, Free disc. But make like a note that you've used it until your next yeah, yeah, long yeah. rest. Uh, I just checked it off on my great prepped list because like. That's a, I guess that's a question for, God, this is a stupid rule question. I'm glad we're asking it on the podcast. But uh, it says here that at sixth level, when I prepare spells for the day, you may leave one slot unprepared. That spell can be any spell of the appropriate level that you know. Does that mean that I can no longer use that that day? Or does it mean it's like a free-for-all extra slot? I assume... I assume once you use that slot, that free slot is expended. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But now do I have tensors prep for the rest of the day? Oh, no. Or is that No, it? no, 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 no. No. Okay. No, this it's not like uh, you are now have prepared the spell... Because the way the wizard works, you can prepare the same spell multiple times, but then you only have that many castings of it anyway, right? Like, you can't just say, like, this one's prepared, this one's prepared, and this one's prepared, and I'll pick from those at will. You have to say, I have three fireballs prepared and one whatever else prepared. Really? Yeah, the wizards, that's, they're much more restrictive than sorcerers who can just willy-nilly it. Oh, boy, I got to play this game different (laughs) (laughs) i mean i've been doing that all along yeah buckle up um obviously i've been checking so it's important that you yeah yeah, uh, yeah. follow through on that um okay so uh yeah you you cast it this one time that's that's how how it works great i um all right, everyone, just kind of this direction. And Belroth tries to, like, navigate everyone away from the fissure. Um, yeah, so in, obviously... Sort of as front, sort of as continuing forward as possible. 
Okay. Deeran is holding Belroth, uh, has his hand out behind him for Scarpin. Uh, Who's that? It's me, man. Oh, I got you. I you got can you. tell by the sleeve. Well, and oh yeah, yeah, I got you. I got the sleeve. Uh, you get attacked in the darkness, Scarpin, by the beef demon. Um, uh, but it just like bounces off your shell. It does a bad Did job. Belroth, was that you? That was not me. Oh, where's Ellery? Uh, uh I'm he- I'm here. All right. Yeah, she's on the disc behind us, like... Uh... But we can't see her, right? Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to answer your confusion, Dieran, it's just attacking blindly in the dark. Got it. It's just it's just swinging at stuff, and it <laughs> bounced off of uh, his shell. Impressive. Yeah. Uh, and then um, Bel- Belroth, like, kind of whole- kind of focuses on Freya, hoping that her... Like low light, dark vision can help navigate them in the correct direction, um, using their connection um, a little bit more, um, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know if that's necessarily. He's not casting anything. He's just kind of hoping, like. Yeah. Yep. So, um, so you don't know because it's dark. Yep. <laughs> uh, but you've you've sure done it. So you're gonna try to push forward. You were saying, right? Yep, around it. Try and continue to go forward, but like around the demons to get away from this fissure as much as he can. Yeah, and you can feel that uh, pressure still uh, on you. Um, now the pressure is mostly in this place, right? It doesn't seem like uh, like as you start to move away, you can feel it lessening a little bit. But it's like they, it's like it's like she dropped a pin there uh, with her power. And they're being drawn toward it. Uh, and as you burst out the dark edge of this uh, shadowy area um, and back into the forest, uh, you can see that there are many demons making their way toward this place. Uh, many of the the varieties you've already fought, as well as uh, some others. There's one that looks almost uh, like a... Almost like a skeletal horse, except its legs are very long, uh, like six feet long legs as it moves its way through the forest uh, around uh, toward this place. Uh, And you can see one that looks like a sort of like a hulking gorilla is moving up through the treetops up above. Uh, And they are focused very intently on that space within the darkness. So as you step out, you, everyone give me like a stealth check. What about Ellery on the disc? Ellery does not need to make a stealth check on the disc. Hey, Great. Great. God. good. Um, 22. 28. 15. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> My, <laughs> Mikey made a face like it was going to be real bad. Uh, and then it was 28. So Oop. it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay you push forward um you believe that you have uh evaded most of the eyes of the creatures that are uh converging but there does not seem to be any end uh to the flow of demons making their way uh toward that spot so where are you guys headed what's happening well i think um we had wanted to we had wanted to get to the um, the temple. So, assuming we know the direction, I would I would think we would be running that way. Yeah, okay. and yeah. then I assume Belroth would know the direction because yep. we had to go to the temple to get to the docks or whatever. So, and yeah. and right. also we were gonna say like it was in one of. Th- Three place. It was in one of two places, like either the temple or in at like the intersection of the two islands. It was and right. so it was like along the way. Mm. So uh, you make your way toward uh, the the temple, 
you are dodging uh, between trees, ducking when you think uh, demons are getting too close, like really moving stealthily through the forest, but as quickly as the, you can at the same time. Uh, you know that the demons have converged in that spot and that when you could hear their growls and screams when they could not find you uh, and they started to spread from that point. So you sort of have this while there are still more demons streaming over there, there is this, uh, they're searching behind you as well. So you've got to keep moving pretty quickly as you head through the forest. Um, um, as, as we see, so we're, we are aware that then like demons are now pouring, going into the sphere of darkness and now pouring out of the sphere of darkness, right? Yeah. Um, as that happens, I quit concentrating on um, the darkness and cast Pass Without a Trace. Okay, good. Um, give me another stealth check, everybody. <laughs> Add plus 10. Not you, uh, Ellery. Oh, I won't be rolling any dice. Uh, <laughs> 31. <laughs> uh, I finally roll a nat 20, and it's after... After... Uh, ooh. After Belroth casts cast without a trace, pass without a trace, whatever it's Jesus. called. Cast without a trace. <laughs> I'm having a stroke. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is it. Sorry, sorry, guys. Having a stroke. A... All right, it's over now. It's real stealthy. <laughs> for, for that. Um. Uh. Nineteen. Um. And twenty-four. Yeah. Great. Sorry. So Twenty-six. Move... Either way. And and um. Uh, your cat thing is right next to you, obviously. You do. My cat thing? Oh, should yeah, I... Do you want me to roll for Freya? No, she's fine. I figured. Especially with Passed Out of Trace. You guys are okay. Um, so, yeah, you continue to move quickly. In fact, you're basically... Uh, because of the sort of the angle you have on it. Um, and it does look like all of the demons, it's almost like they're all coming from the same place. They could, they're all taking the same path into uh, the forest. And so you're able to, on the sides here, just scoot quickly uh along the edge of the water and the forest uh to get over toward the town and as you break the clearing and can see the remains of the town down below the temple on the hill behind you can see exactly why they're all taking the same path as the demons continue to stream out of the gate uh the portal itself and are pouring toward that point uh, so these demons are all coming straight from, uh, the, pit. the temple. Yeah. I don't know if I want to um, go in there. Yeah. Belroth, I know, uh, we had talked about like the heart of the island, maybe being the temple. Um, what if we checked like the middle of the, uh, the other two islands first? Um, and then, like, we could come back here on the way. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, maybe. Because we got to go to the Standing Stones anyway, which are here. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, it just seems like pretty, pretty busy inside the temple right yeah, now. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. We need to conserve our strength, and we need to get to the other. It would the most logical place would be if if they are associated. In my theory is correct that each demon is associated with an island on the Demon Isles this is what they would be associated with. So it makes sense. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it would totally make sense. We should definitely do it first just for the logic and not... Uh, well, I know. mean, it's also logical to not die right now, too. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so Diren slinks away from the temple uh, opposite the direction that all of those terrifying monsters are running toward <laughs> all right great uh you make your way down toward the uh docks and you can tell that a lot of the you know the bigger boats down here have been taken uh but you do find a small like basically rowboat uh that could fit the four of you uh it's going to require two people to be powering the boat to get it to go and uh but you will be able to successfully it looks like it will float <laughs> that's great good. that's the minimum bare minimum you want in a boat physically yep. floats yep will <laughs> cool. float um 
All right, I'll I'll, I'll paddle. <laughs> Thanks, Scarpin. Thanks, Scarpin. Freya. Thanks, Scarpin. Like Freya gets nervous because Freya is a, is a stereotypically still a cat, hates water, terrified of falling in, but does reluctantly go in the boat, and then <clears throat> Belroth follows. Oh, did we figure out, by the way, in all of the time that we've talked about this, whether Tensor's floating disc uh, floats on water? No, it, it doesn't. does not. It, float it's on in water. the name, actually. It is in the name. It is in the name. <laughs> it is, but it does not float on water. It goes underwater. It should okay. float on lava because lava is not water. Oh my god! <laughs> That's right. I remember now. I remember why we had this conversation. It also doesn't float on lava. Uh... <laughs> wow, I think it did actually. Now that I remember this conversation, well, it won't anymore. I think it did. Wow. All right. Well, Ellery's in the boat. You've perfon- you've personified the magic too much, and now it's taking its vengeance. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> The, the magic has gained sentience. <laughs> fuck lava. Too wet. <laughs> yeah. Magic doesn't like being wet any more than anybody else does. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, okay. Just, yeah. All right. Um, then I guess uh, Deeran sends the disc away. Uh. You just like, <laughs> oh, you like you, I, you send it away. Like, go on, get, yeah. go on, go on, get out of here. <laughs> hey, man, we don't, we don't, we don't want you anymore. He throws rocks at it. You know? it. <laughs> <laughs> just leaves it sitting forlornly on the coast. A single tear <laughs> falls from the disc's eye. Better than if you were like, just tag along, and it's just like trolling the bottom of the ocean. That that might have been a good idea. Yeah, we could have gotten stuff. Who knows? Uh, All right, yeah, you release it and uh, you get into the boat. It did. You do need two people to row the boat. I was pretty clear. Yeah, Scarpin said he was going to do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You do need two people to row. Scarpin is proficient at sea faring vehicles. Uh, Are you? Is he? Yeah, he's a turtle. <laughs> yeah, you are a nomadic turtle, a turtle that has been wandering the land for 300 years. It's like it's riding a blood. bike. It's in his blood. <laughs> yeah, Scorpion, remember how fast you swam yeah. when we had to swim out to that island and like duck under the water and like get inside there to like fight the the monsters or whatever yeah. that were inside that like cave? Yeah, wicked remember? fast. Yeah, like when Wesley uh, made us do that and like, I remember I almost drowned, and you like dove down there, and you like saved me. Yeah, yeah. Do you are you, you want to like? Are you gonna jump in? Are you? Are you <laughs> no, no, no. I was okay? just thinking. Like, like, do you think would you be easier? Like, because this boat seems like it would be a really inefficient to row. Are you asking me to I jump out? I was just out thinking, it's, like, too heavy. Is it? Well, if you swam, yeah. Like maybe we could like lash the boat to you. <laughs> yeah, I'd like that. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever done that in real human life. It's fucking terrible uh, <laughs> to try and move a boat from it outside is. a boat. Yeah, um, but he's a turtle. Yeah, but he's a turtle. Weren't you listening? <laughs> uh, my all that to say is you're not going to be able to push the boat from the water. That's I'm not, not trying how, to push the boat. the boat. You're not going to pull the boat from the water. Neither of those things are going to be effective. Right. I just need someone else to row the boat. Will someone else please row the <laughs> I like boat? That nobody's rowing here. No, I am exhausted. Yeah, Everyone else uh, has no excuse. I look am at exhausted. these tiny noodle arms. That's Deeran's excuse. <sighs> Belroth grabs the oars. Belroth is an academic. <laughs> Belroth <laughs> also got infused with extra demon. I was gonna say he's juiced as fuck now. Are yeah. you kidding me? <laughs> mm-hmm. He's fucking. He's gas. He's yoked. on the gas. That's right. That's right. All right. I'll allow it. He rolls up his sleeves and he just starts rowing with his plus one strength bonus. All right. Great. <laughs> so uh, the two of you begin to row. I am going to need you to make uh, vehicle checks uh, using your strength. If you are proficient in vehicles in uh, in sea based vehicles, you will have your proficiency bonus. But I would be surprised. Belroth uh, is proficient in cartographer tools. 
not 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 the uh, the Sounds thing the here. It turns out, but good to know. Actually, that'd be really useful right now because Scarpin yeah, doesn't know where we're going. <laughs> Deeran can help uh, navigate, but he cannot help do the boat part. Usually, it's with sails. If this were sail based, Deeran would be all about it. And, he would know exactly what to do. Oh, I was gonna say and employees, but no, Deeran knows how. Uh, small sailboats. Sure. You know, luxury yachts. Run, yeah, he's done a yeah, sunfish yeah, yeah. here and there. <laughs> Yeah, he couldn't run a multiple uh, multiple mass system here. He's no clipper ship captain. But right, but like a catamaran, he's in. Yeah, his dad's a clipper ship captain. <laughs> please, please, that's my father. Oh, boy. It's just another thing that Deeran disappoints his dad about, his inability to <laughs> sail a clipper ship. Yeah, to command a clipper ship. He command. doesn't sail right. it. He doesn't do the sailing <laughs> anyway. Uh, Felroth. Rolls a natural 20. Wow. Wow, all right. So Belaroff is all about boats today. Scarpin, what did you roll? 13. All right, so you guys Wait. are kind of, you're kind of turning a little bit because uh, oh. uh, Belaroff's rowing too hard. Uh, so, <laughs> Oh, uh, that's no. interesting. That's a really interesting <laughs> check. Like, if you have to, <laughs> That would like, be really funny. <laughs> you had to, like, try to both get the same number. Get within, <laughs> a, ra- get within a range. Like, uh, If we were, like, playing on a grid... Uh, and things were like visible. I think that would be a lot of fun. That would be fucking awful right now. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it would be fucking awful on a grid, but it would like be cool to implement. It's one of those yeah. rules where you're like, ah, yeah, I love this system, and then you're using it, and you're like, ah, I fuck. Hate this. <laughs> like, this no one can do anything. Wow, we're really pointing the wrong direction. Thanks for that one, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. My rowing's based on probability. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah, so you guys push off from the uh, dock area and head out into the water. Um, and the uh, you get a good way out into the ocean. I mean, you're you're pushing along at a pretty good pace. Uh, you su- you're surprised, Scarpin, at how good at, at this Belroth is. He's just real good. Scarpin's impressed. Good. He should be. Uh, and as you move over the waves, um, the you can see from the island that the demons have made their way back out of the forest and into the town and have moved to the edge of the water. And many of them are staring like they stop at the line of the water. Um, and then a few just start jumping into the water. Uh, mostly beef demons making their way into the water. Um, and they are, once they get into the water, they just disappear. You can't see them. They don't like swim across the top. They're under the water. Um, how, how, how close are we to our destination? Great question. So you look out at the islands, you know, you, you think it's probably going to be like uh, rowing like this um, with the waves, uh, you know, out here on the ocean. It's probably going to be an hour to get to the island. Nah, fuck that. Scarpin casts uh, control water. You could have done this. <laughs> I, I, it felt nice being on the open ocean again for a while, but it seems like the demons are coming after us still. So, hey, yeah, let's get there quicker. So, <laughs> so cast, how does control water work? He casts it, uh, and you cause flowing water in an area to move in a direction you choose, even if the water yeah. has to flow over obstacles or walls. Uh, moves Perfect. In yep, yep. Okay, so basically you <laughs> shift the tide uh, to move the direction that you want it to go. That will make yeah. it easier for you to get to the island. Uh, and you cut your time basically in half uh, for how long it's going to take you to get there. Uh, it's sort of localized, right? Because this is a cantrip, isn't it? Control water? No. No, it's a level four transmutation Oh, yeah. So I think you have like a pretty big area here. You have just shifted the way the water. You can all, like at the uh, shoreline, you just watch as it like pulls away from the shore. To, uh, yeah, the start... wave is going the opposite direction, like just around the boat. Yeah. Like, <laughs> reading, reading the spell, it's a cube up to 100 uh, feet. We don't do that here. I'm just impressed by how cool this spell is. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I couldn't tell which what direction that was gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I was like, like, All right, like no, yeah, no, 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 don't fine. ruin it this. Fucking for me. sucks. I won't be impressed. <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, you've, you've changed the flow of water, uh, which will undoubtedly have uh, terrible ecological effects. Uh, cool. Ecological? That, that was fine. That's not- um, and uh, it's not going to be good, but here you go. Here you are. Here uh, we are. And- Doing it. <laughs> oh, that was much easier. Oh, <laughs> Honestly, man, yeah, this feels, it almost feels like you should have done that from the start. Well, I think I said I was just enjoying being on the ocean, and but no, you're right. You're right. I gotta think. Yeah, but I like shift my mindset. You, you telling me this isn't more enjoyable? Working less hard and traveling way faster? This is awesome. I, the fast part was really fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna need perception checks from everyone. Ellery is sleeping. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> Bellarath looks over at Ellery to see if she fell asleep. Yeah, she's on that nice little, like, you know when a baby won't sleep and you drive them in a car and the motion, like, <laughs> makes them go to sleep? That's what this boat has done for Ellery. Uh, uh, also, she's exhausted. Belroth has rolled a 10. 17 for Deeran. 14 yeah. for Scarpin. Okay. And again, whatever Deeran sees that is uh, better than anyone else, purely by accident. Uh, well, I mean, in this case, you all just uh, see the open ocean around you as you... Uh, uh, travel toward these islands. Great. Cool. Um, definitely not sharks, then, <laughs> is what uh, I'm hearing. We're, we're off a week. That would have been, uh, when this releases, Shark Week was last week. Oh! So, gotta, 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 gotta. <laughs> <laughs> you we better not be wrong. Sharks. <laughs> yeah, so not Shark Week. <laughs> week after Shark Week. Um, okay. Uh, so as you continue to push, oh, toward- Anthony, did we miss dolphins swinging, swimming next to the boat? Is that what we just missed? We missed like something nice. Give me another perception check. <laughs> <laughs> is this eighteen? For, is this for uh, Mike C? Because uh, everyone, he should I want realize. <laughs> everyone except for I guess Ellery because she's sleeping. Um, yeah, Bill Roth rolled a fourteen. Ten. Okay, you don't you don't see anything uh, uh, good or bad. Um, not even an eighteen gets me dolphins. Not even an eighteen gets you dolphins. Uh, they're very small dolphins. If they're there, what game we're playing. Very. If you're there, dolphins. you didn't see them. If they're there, you I got didn't a plus see them. zero on my perception, which means it's an eighteen on the die. That's really good. From the below the boat. <laughs> A massive tentacle tears through the center of this uh, boat. And Uh. you are flung through the air into the water. Uh, The tentacle rises up high into the sky. And then the body of the creature comes up. 16 eyes, bright red, along its dark, slick body. A uh, giant toothy maw on this creature and its tentacles flowing out behind it. Clearly, whatever this is has been affected greatly by the demonic energy coming from the gate. Uh, and it has warped and twisted this creature just like it did the flowers and the trees uh, that were, uh, you know, that were around you as you made your way through the forest. Uh, and now there are two small platforms that neither of you are on uh, that are make up the, the halves of the boat that are still uh, bobbing in the water. Um, <laughs> Steph, I think you woke up. Uh, Ellery woke up as she hit the water. Uh- <laughs> Tentacles in the sky. We're all gonna die. <laughs> Giant squid. Demon kraken. Demon kraken. <laughs> Uh, I wish enough time had passed for us to stop there, but it hasn't. So here we go. Uh, I need everybody to roll initiative. Oh, my fucking God. I don't want to. Same. I rolled a D8 and it. I rolled an eight on a D8, but it's not how you roll. (laughs) Six. Uh, Bill Roth rolled a 16. Was that a disadvantage? Um. Five. Uh, Steph is also rolling a D12, which is also oh. not how you uh, <laughs> roll for initiative. Hold, please. That feels like real disadvantage, though. So. <laughs> hey, guys. 
This is Dungeons and Dragons. If you've never played Dungeons and Dragons before, this is the show for you. You have got to check this show out. 22 at disadvantage. <laughs> On a D12? <laughs> uh, Mike C and Mike C, what do you got? 14. Uh, I have got a nine. Okay. The demon kraken moves first. Um, yeah, that That's tracking. Dexterous in the water, is it? <laughs> the kraken. Uh, the tentacles start to... You, and now that you are in the water, you can see the churning tentacles below you. Uh, that you all missed before. Um, but there are many of them. Uh, and the creature raises its massive um, toothy maw out of the water lets out a guttural growl and then reaches to try and grasp at each of you so uh everyone needs to make a uh, dexterity or strength saving throw at their discretion belroth rolls a six At his discretion. <laughs> Fuck. Zirin discretionarily rolls an eight. Oh my god. <laughs> god. Twenty. Six. <laughs> what about Freya? Oh, sure, sure, sure. Who is now in the water. And is oh god. miserable. <laughs> She's so... Have you ever seen a wet cat? No. The best part about it is that she swims great. She swims awesome. She's ready to go. And she's just fucking angry. She's a mad Wait. fucking cat. She rolled a natural 20. She's ready to kill. Nice. <laughs> she's going to kill this fish. So the tentacles wrap around Deeran. They wrap around Scarpin. They wrap around Belroth. And the creature like pulls you up out of the water and is holding you all up in the yes. air. Uh you know, at the top of the tentacle here, you're like 30 feet in the air being swung around. Uh, and On you... the plus side, I'm not drowning. Uh, <laughs> Kieran's like, as a reaction, Belroth's eyes glow fiery red and he used hellish rebuke on the squid. Okay. Um, it has to, great question that you haven't asked yet, but it's coming. It. <laughs> I have to look it up, what this spell does, but I have it. Um, uh, he points his finger also, like very underneath. The, I guess that's part of it. And um, dex saving throw or takes 2d10 on a failed save. It takes a half you know, fire damage too. DC. A one. It rolled a Ooh, one. Perfect. I was going to, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm going to roll my heaviest dice for this. <laughs> my two metal dice is it because this moment has a lot of gravity um a 10 and a 6 nice. 16 nice. fire damage fire damage huh Mm-hmm. okay We're cooking some calamari baby yeah you don't feel like the fire damage did as much as you'd hope calamari <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> Um, so, uh, Belroth, you take nine damage from these tentacles that have wrapped around you. The little suckers have started to, uh, squeeze in tight on you and it's, uh, constricting you. Little suckers. Uh, you know, the suckers on the underside of the tentacle. No, I know. I just uh. thought like people who are just like, you scammable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you fucking marks. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, well, Deeran, you take yeah. seven. Great. And Scarpin. Wow. You take three. You're a tough turtle to crack. That, that tough shell kept you a little bit safe. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then, Scarpin, uh, the tentacle tries to toss you into the mouth of the creature. Mm. So it just brings you right down and tosses you into the mouth. It's going to make a bite attack against you while you are in its mouth. Um, it fails. So basically what happens is that it tosses you into the mouth and it bites down and you like jump to the side. So you don't get attacked by the teeth. You don't get swallowed. Uh, but you are still, as it opens the mouth again and the seawater rushes back in, uh, you are still standing inside the mouth of the Kraken. 
Nice. Uh, that's its turn. Fuck yeah. <laughs> nice. I'm real excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm torn because I'm inside the mouth of a kraken. You're so close. I'm so close. Oh my goodness. I will do what could save everybody. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to try and inflict dream on this mofo. So it's a wisdom saving throw. And I'm like right near the brain, but probably it's not that big and it's not that wise. (laughs) He rolled a four. Yeah! Yes! So, tell me what Inflict Dream does. <laughs> so, uh, uh, they are asleep for 10 minutes. Um, and, yeah, can be awoken, but I hope nobody does that. Okay. I'm... I... I'm... I'm this is... <laughs> this is hard for me. Yeah, because I fucking because... put your crack into sleep. No. Because you've made an interesting choice, and I want to reward that, but you've done it real bad. What? Uh, so you put the creature to sleep. Its mouth closes. I sleep And everything my mouth goes open. dark around you. As the creature dips back down into the water, moving toward the bottom, Best the mouth to begins to fill to. with seawater. And the tentacles, as well, begin to dip below the water. Uh, you relax so, and you go to sleep. <laughs> it's true. All these things aren't a problem. No, no. So basically what I'm saying is within moments, it falls asleep. Within moments, the mouth that you are in is beginning to fill with seawater. Uh, and the uh, tentacles still holding your friends have now dropped uh, just below the surface of the water. Uh, and in seconds... Uh, Ellery, you and Freya are now alone up here at the top of the water. Uh, everyone else is gone. And uh, Belroth and Deeran, you have slipped down into the water. DM Anthony here, just reminding you that if you're enjoying the show, tell your friends, tell your family, uh, let people know word of mouth, and you can support the show at patreon.com slash adventuring, or you can check out the shop at adventuringpod.com slash shop. Make sure you check the show notes and the website for all our social media, including our discord, where you can come and hang out with some great people. We'll see you there. And until next week, I wish you nothing but critical success. Serious business.